Welcome to Composer's Favorites, a podcast by Film Scoring Tips. I am Giovanni Rotondo and today we're going to learn more about composer Arin Dessi's favorite things. Enjoy the show! Today's guest is the composer of Blank and Patriot and Nation at Work, among other works. Thank you so much for coming to the show, Irene. Hi, it's lovely to be here. So, um, before we start with your favorites, can you tell me a little bit about uh, Blank? I know that it's uh, on the festival circuits right now. Yeah, it's a, I've always thought of it as a psychological thriller, as a feature film. Um, And then I noticed it's being entered into the sci-fi um, categories. So there is a slight sci-fi element to it, but it's um, completely believable. You could imagine that this kind of sci-fi exists. And it's this amazing psychological thriller based in a, in a house about a writer who um, is faced with the blank page, can't write anything, and so she goes to a retreat. Uh, to write and then what happens in the retreat is is what the film's about um that sounds super interesting something yeah composers can definitely relate to right exactly yeah what uh what, what style like style slash instrumentation did you go for with, with this one so it's a combination of um sort of electronic ambient um almost sound design kind of sound mixed with orchestral samples and then I also combined in as a it was a low budget film so I had um, I played the piano on it and I had a violinist also play on it so it's a, very, it's a hybrid score bit of everything on there I can't wait to see the film and and listen to it uh, now let's start with your favorites your favorite book is The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I did look it up and, and it sounds super interesting, but I want to hear from you what is that uh, you like about it and uh, why should the listeners li uh, read it as well? Yeah, for me, it was really hard because I'm, I'm actually an avid reader. So choosing my favorite book, but this one was life-changing for me, actually. So it's uh, it really does stand out. It was, I read it, well, not read it. Um, you can read it or you can work through it the way she suggests over 12 weeks, which is what I did. And it basically um, helps you go into yourself and figure out who you are, what you want, and look at your life differently. And it was absolutely life-changing. I did it when I was starting out as a composer. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot of creative people have, have done it. It's It really opens up another way of thinking about yourself. And did it, did it change, like, did it make a, an impact on your writing as well? 
it it made an impact on everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's two two things she suggests you do while you're doing it. One is journal every day. Three pages, free flow, like like you're in the psychologist's chair. It's like, um, and the other is once a week, take yourself on an artist date. And the rules for an artist date are um, it has to be fun. It has to be something you really want to go and do. And you do it on your own. So you're having a date with yourself. And for me, that was both the hardest thing to do because you don't realize how much we as people do what others expect us to do. Oh, we should go and see, go to a museum because that's, you know, good art or whatever. Whereas this, you literally, it's got to be fun. So there was that. Um, there was also the fact that weirdly, I kept coming up with every excuse not to do it which is very interesting. So once I got over that, I start to realize that having the fun is absolutely essential. And that finding out what you like, what you enjoy feeds into your art because art is about having an opinion about something really. And, and you need to know what you like and don't like for that. So, yeah. That sounds amazing. I'm, I'm definitely going to read that uh, as soon as possible. Um, mm -hmm. Next up, there's a category that I thought, you know, when, when I got into specialty coffee, I thought I was one in a few composers liking specialty coffee. And I'm, with this podcast, I'm discovering that <laughs> so many of us love specialty coffee, that there must be some chemical reason for that. But uh, you have a, a favorite company, which is Packed Coffee. So they, um, they, it's by mail, you get sent, um, you can tell them how often you want. The, what I like about the company is that they pay their farmers, well, they go direct to the farmers and they pay their farmers more than fair trade prices. So they pay them really well and they reinvest in, in um, the farms and in communities and they even will buy coffee from farmers who are just starting out who only have a small amount of coffee. So we, they call them micro lots. Mm -hmm. There'll be 500 bags of coffee. That's it. Done. You don't get any more of that one. Um, but it, help, it enables the farmers to gradually grow their business. Um, so I really like that direct thing. And I believe very strongly in paying, paying people properly. And then it's also good coffee. It's important. Yeah, you've got to pick the ones you like, and yeah, yeah. And do, do you do you prefer dark roast or light roast? Dark roast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's interesting. I'm I'm gonna have to try that one then. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan of light roast, but um, I I have a very good light roast coffee. I haven't found a very good dark one. So oh. Okay. Yeah, they have some. They have some good ones. I mean, my favorite one is a limited edition that they bring out around the time of the Tour de France. Oh wow! Interestingly, yeah, and it's it's got a, a cyclist's name on it, and and so it's a very good coffee. That one. But, uh. Speaking of uh, your favorite instrument, you said it's a Stanaway piano. 
Yeah. Is it the one I can see on your background? No, although this one's beautiful. Um, this is a, a photo uh, from a recording session I did at Aerodelt Studio. Oh, wow. um, and it's an absolutely beautiful Steinway piano um, and is on some of my scores. So, you know, I, I love playing it. Any excuse to put that into my scores. Um, but it's Steinway um, that I would love to, I'd actually love to own my own. Um, I don't have a Steinway um, at the moment, but I like the sound of that better than the other kinds, yeah. Speaking of sound, your favorite speakers from for home studio are the Adam A7X. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing those are the speakers you use. To compose with, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I got a pair a couple of years ago, and I just love them. That's... From the moment I bought them, it's just, oh, this is gorgeous, the sound coming out. So, yeah. Is it like, like, were you coming from another professional brand and this one was, was much better? Yes. I had, oh gosh, what did I have? I'm trying to remember. Oh, KRK. Okay. So, so I, when I started out, that's what I could afford. So I had the KRK. I don't remember the model number. Um, and then, and I, I also have a set of travel speakers, uh, for, for my travel rig mm -hmm. and I forgot which ones they are now. Um, I should have, <laughs> sorry, no, I've forgotten. Could it be, could it be Genelec? Genelec have. That's the ones. Yeah, Genelec yeah. is a 3210 or something. Yeah. The tiny ones. Those are amazing. Yeah, they are brilliant. So I, when I travel, because I travel to LA backwards and forwards a lot, and I have a, an entire travel rig in there. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, now, your favorite, and, and this is one of the fun ones that I was referring to to you before starting the, the recording, your favorite weird virtual instrument is anything by pornophonic instruments, which I didn't yeah. know about. Tell me everything about the, these guys. Well, so I guess I should own up to this. They're actually, I'm related to the, the guy who, who does that. Um, but saying that I've used his stuff in a lot of, um, in fact, in the last school I did, I used it a lot. Um, he's, his name's Emlyn Addison. Mm -hmm. He is a composer himself and he's just started creating these, these samples fairly recently. And he sends me the, the beta versions to try out, <laughs> which is good fun. Yeah. And um, what kind of sound? Like, are they traditional instruments? No. Or is no, it no. So it's all weird things. Like he'll take a bucket and then do all sorts of sounds with a bucket. Oh, wow. In fact, one is called bucket, B-U-K-I-T-T-A. Okay. Strange spellings on everything. And um, yeah, so it's basically using... Um, it's percussive effects from, from the environment, I guess. Um, and then there's a bass, the root tang bass, which is one of the instruments. I, I just did a kid's um, film and I used a lot of these on there because I needed fun sounds and yeah. That's lovely. We'll yeah. check it out. So 
Pornophonic Instruments wasn't even the weirder one <laughs> on, on, on your list. Favorite plane to fly. Do you fly? Do, do, do you know how to fly a plane? Really? I do. Oh my God. The yeah. Piper Cherokee. <laughs> Tell me more. Why is the Piper Cherokee a better plane to fly than others? Well, so the, the, the fun thing when you learn to fly is most people learn in a Cessna, which is a plane with a high wing. I don't know if you, you, it has the wings on the top mm -hmm. and people use it for sightseeing a lot because you can see down. But um, to me, I don't like the look of it. So when I started, uh, this is completely crazy. So I, when I started learning to fly, I want a plane that looked like a plane. And so I chose to learn in the Piper, which is a, a low wing. Mm -hmm. um, since then I've found other reasons why but it's just preference it's your style of flying uh, what you feel comfortable in um the one isn't better than the other they have yeah it, it must be a, an amazing feeling to be in control of your movement in three dimensions it it really is it's something i've wanted to do for a very long time and that book that we mentioned made me go and do it so this was one of your dates. It, it wasn't an artist date. It was, it was when you're looking at your life and it was, she gives you lots of um, things to, to do, you know, um, looking at your life and write down things that you love. And I've always wanted to fly. And then one day I just thought, well, let's go and try. And I, I headed off down to an airport and spoke to somebody there and said, uh, could I go up for a half hour trial? came down, didn't stop thinking about flying for two weeks afterwards and thought, okay, I, I just have to do this. That's awesome. So, That's very yeah. inspiring. Your favorite TV series, we shared this one, True Detective. Such an oh. amazing TV show. I must say I, I stopped after season one because I've, I've heard the second wasn't great and, and I, I didn't want to watch one without Matthew McConaughey and... Um, uh, Woody Allerson, but have you seen the whole thing? I have. And? Yeah, no. So, because I think there's three seasons. Yes. Um, I might not have seen the third one, actually, but the second one isn't the same. It isn't as good. Um, but I did enjoy it. It still had that same atmosphere to it. Okay. And, um, you know, the slow rolling out of the story which was just so addictive i don't know if you enjoyed that aspect but yes yeah and the acting was amazing but yeah the, the story was the way it becomes huge like it starts very subdued and then mm. at some point it's 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 epic almost. yeah yeah I, yeah it's perfect and and then the the visual is is pretty Spot on. Oh yeah, the cinematography was just stunning, and and the 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 music that they chose because oh, it was music and the songs as well. They were yeah. just. I was so inspired by that that I took part in um, the Society of Composers and Lyricists in LA did a song demic during last year, oh. and they got um, people. They paired people up to write songs together. So I was paired with a a person called Gene Makovsky in LA. And we 
wrote a song um, that could be in True Detective. That was the song That's we came awesome. up with. Yeah. If you have the song on Spotify, do share it with me and I'll put it on the um, podcast page so that people can... Yeah, it hasn't been released yet, but... Um, okay, then when, when yeah. it's going to be released, yeah. give me a shout and I'll, and I'll add it. I will, thank you. But there is one album that has been released, Postcards from the Pandemic, that you're responsible for, and I want to hear everything about it. Yeah, that was a fun thing that I, you know, last year, like everybody else, I sort of found myself with a lot of time on my hands. And one of the things was musicians had such a rough time of it, almost rougher than, than we composers did, I think. Um, and I came up with this idea of um, writing pieces of music for individual musicians to record at home. Um, I started the pandemic in LA. I was there and then flew back. A very surreal flight <laughs> in the middle of the pandemic. Um, uh, so I had all these photos from the beach in LA. Photos from the pre-pandemic era or? Well, no. Oh, the the okay. first few day, first few weeks of it. Um, so it's just, oh. but pictures at the beach and stuff like that. So I used them as my inspiration, and wrote a little poem for each one, and then wrote a very short piece of music. The idea being that um, a postcard is a short message, so the, the music is is short. Uh, so it was two to three minutes for each each track. And then I got the musicians to record themselves at home, which was really funny because some of them had never recorded themselves and had no idea what to do. So I was talking them through, you know, over Zoom and whatever. And I got some very interesting recordings with birds chirping and car doors slamming and all sorts in the background. And um, one guy, I went back to him and said, please, can you re-record this? He had to do it at midnight with all the windows closed just to, <laughs> so there was no noise. And then um, I got um, John Ellison Hartley to mix them. Yeah, yeah. He, mixed, he mixed them and did an amazing job of cleaning out all the, the extra sounds and stuff like that. And, and then I released each track one at a time so that I could... Um, give a little bit of a shout out to the to the individual musicians that's super super great of you and and towards the musicians helping the musicians is, is it's a very noble thing that you know th these are the people that we need every day and we, we yeah. need not to forget about them when the times are harsh so that's wonderful to hear Irene, this was a, an amazing pleasure. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed that. That's our show for today. We like to make our episodes roughly the same length, therefore we sometimes edit out some of the guests' favorites. However, extended cuts of the show are available to our Patreon subscribers. Check filmscoringtips.com slash content to find more about this. Thanks for joining us and see you soon.